Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, the Bachelorette Australia podcast that asked the question, do we have any choice but to Stangy? <laughs> My name's Max Quinn. Joining me as always, the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, uh, Romancer-in-Chief. Do you like that title? What does it mean exactly Not to sure. be? Okay. Haven't decided. I'll take it. Xavier. We'll work it out as we go along. <laughs> Xavier Rebetsky-Noonan and making her very first appearance on the podcast. You may know her from her glorious six-episode stint on The Bachelor Australia in 2018 or for her equally glorious six-minute stint on The Bachelor in Paradise earlier this year. <laughs> it's Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, guys. Vanessa Sunshine, do you want to uh, pull up a stump and, and chat to us? Of course. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us for the episode one recap of The Bachelorette Australia 2019. We have so much to get to. There is a lot. Including what on earth is the deal with Jamie uh, and a resignation scandal up in the municipality of Noosa <laughs> after a certain councillor's vile appearance on the show. Turned a lot of heads. But mm-hmm. first, Vanessa Sunshine... How are you? How's life post-batchy? I am just living my life, I think. Nothing – I don't think the experience actually changed me or mm. who I am at yeah. all. I'm just myself, very unapologetically myself mm-hmm. and living my life. Are you happy? <laughs> I, of course I am happy. Great. Still single, but still happy. Still single, but still <laughs> going good. Um, so you're here to give us your first impressions on the men competing for our Bachelorette's Heart this season. And I'm very excited to have a bit of like an insider's perspective on how this notes. is all going to pop. Yeah, she's <laughs> taking notes. Um, but I was thinking first, though, we kind of touched on it a little up the top. I want to go around and get first impressions of Angie as the Bachelorette this season. Vanessa, do you mm. want to start? How are you feeling about her two episodes in? I actually like her. I'm mm. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's, I think they always kind of cast it's the boy or girl next door. Right. Mm. And it, for me, it's a little bit boring. It's same, same. But yeah. I actually think she's she's doing really well. And I suppose that comes with her experience being on Gogglebox as well. Like she would know how to articulate herself. It's not her first time in front of a camera. And I think that that is really serving her well. Mm. Yeah. I think she's got a really good hold on what her personality is like I don't know I feel like if I were every time I sit down to record a podcast or something like that I feel like I'm a slightly different version of myself right but I think she has through at least a few years of you know playing Angie on TV as Mm. it were like she's figured out what her sort of perspective is and what it is that is fun about her and what makes her interesting to watch 
which I think reflects well on how she's making an entertaining TV show this time around as well. Yeah, I think the advantage, right, is uh, having someone from TV because they know how to make a TV show and they know the constraints of production and how to play within them. And I don't know, Vanessa, do you feel the same way uh, in terms of like, I think that what some of the previous, particularly the bachelors have lacked is that sense of play and understanding how to be. So I always see like the public and they're like, we want someone normal. We want someone normal. And I kind of think like, yes, in theory, but you know, the, uh, the problem with that is that it's so brand new. They haven't, been in front of production before. Mm-hmm. Mm. They haven't done the filming schedule. As much as people think that that's the dainty life we're living, filming, it's not the case at all. It's right. mm. really hard hours of filming. I think our arrival night was over three nights and yeah. we finished filming at like 3, 4 a.m. Mm. So people don't understand what really goes into making that show whilst you're trying to find love as well. Mm. Yeah, But I think it's good that she hopefully can really just focus on on finding love and she's not really going to get caught up in the, oh, this is new or, like, I can't say this to that producer or mm. get caught up in that kind of stuff. Well, the, that's the case. I, I totally agree. And I think, like, what people are looking for is not necessarily a regular person but someone who can realistically seem like a regular person yeah. under, under all of the different circumstances that the throw the show will throw at you. I think people just want someone relatable. Right. And I think that was maybe even the appeal of someone like Sophie Monk, where everyone was like, oh, she's just like us. Mm. Or even the appeal of someone <laughs> like the Honey Badger, I guess. Ah. Uh. Uh, he's not like any of us. No. No. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Zavi, should no we... comment. <laughs> should we uh, kick on with the recap of this season? What do you want to do? Do you want to give people... Uh, lay the land of how this is going to work. Hello, if you're new. Yeah. Oh, hello. Um, this is a show, uh, podcast. <laughs> good. <laughs> we uh, do it and yep. it's good. Um, <laughs> well, he's really ticked all the boxes. Yeah, there, hasn't yeah. He's really selling yeah. it to me. I Thank think you. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can listen to it. Um, you can look at it. Not much going on in that. In the visual aspect. Visual way. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, the, the idea is that we will sort of recap every episode as we come through. We have guests coming in like Vanessa Sunshine mm. and, you know, a bunch of other great people from within and from outside of the Bachelor universe. And we sort of give you the, the lay of the land from the perspective of uh, what we think the story of the season is kind mm. of and how the show is, at least from an outsider's perspective, being made and how we're being made to or led down the path of a romantic adventure. Mm. Yeah. Let's dive into The Bachelorette Australia Season 5, Episode 1, which begins with a little montage of clips of Angie watching Batchy shows on Gogglebox. We learn a little bit more about her romantic history. She hasn't been in a relationship in eight years, and she says she's never been in love. Um, And then before you know it, she says, bring on the gentleman, and we start the limo exit. So there's not a whole lot to it up top. I guess that's the advantage in uh, not having to establish that like this is an astrophysicist and this is what an astrophysicist means and here's right. all the other things that you need to know about this man. Oh, that was such a letdown. But Wasn't whatever. it? Do you, want to, do you want to talk about <laughs> Matt just real quick? Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> like no offence. Yeah. It just wasn't. Um, Look, it says all it needs to say, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It was mm. a bit of a. I suppose, I suppose after, you know, Nick's season that they probably had to have the love story yeah mm. probably would have been absolute chaos if that didn't <laughs> if, mm. if you know if you didn't pick anyone again right. but 
yes, she is doing a much better. Not that he's a bad guy or anything like that, mm. but it was a bit like of a snooze fest. Yeah. Mm. The thing with Matt was that, like, it's. I think he suffered from that wooden thing that we talked about earlier of, like, hey, you're a person from a science background and we're going to put oh, you in front of the camera. Oh, he just overused nerd. I got yeah. so mm. sick of the word nerd. Yeah. And they're just, okay, like, dude is smart, cool, yeah. but, like, stop milking it. Mm. Right. Like, Stop. <laughs> you guys can't see my hand gestures I'm doing. Sorry. <laughs> We're looking for more aspects of his personality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, as much as you can shoehorn in a date where someone goes and looks at the stars or a fucking, like, um, observatory thing, when you start, like, leaning back on that trope of, like, look at him driving a cool car, like, mm. all of the luster and appeal of, like, having an interesting person as The Bachelor is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angie strikes me as interesting. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I like her. She scrubs up really good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She yeah, she looks very beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Um, someone who has not scrubbed up a huge amount, I guess, <laughs> is the first person who steps out of the limo. His name is Tim. With yes. Two M's. Um, he's oh, twenty-seven. They all got their names spelt wrong. This it is interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> There's like, I mean, it's really, it's really weird, and we will get there with with a lot of them, but. Mm. There just needs to be a, a rearrangement of the alphabet among all of these men, don't mm. you think? There's a few of them that could just, like, share a couple of letters around and really yeah. settle everything down between them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we have any overall impressions of the men as a whole? What do you think of the group of men this season? Mm. It is like, I don't know. Do you want my real Yes, <laughs> yes. of course. That's why you're here. Uh, I think it's like a scoop of vanilla ice cream with, like, 1.5 chop chips in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there's part of me that's like, it feels like they've gone to the extent of doing better than they did last year in terms of, in The Bachelorette, in terms of casting more than two nice men, you know? Like, it seemed like last season was a shit show, Mm. Uh, whereas, like... Well, they were all kind of a bit rotten. Yeah. 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 Um, But the thing is that I don't see any kind of diversity i don't see any sort of like amount of myself in any of these Mm. men and i also think like if you're looking at the archetypes we have five gym dudes we have four professional sportsmen we have like some kind of like three or four hybrids of in Mm. the middle of Mm. those two well that's what i meant when i said like relatable as well i still have people come up to me and i think because i'm like a a mix and it's not really shown like Brooke and I, we used to joke like we're like, oh, we're the diversity testers you watch next yeah. season. They'll mm. have more in there. Mm. And I don't know if like they, maybe not production or the people behind it realise how important it is for the public to see people like them mm. on shows. Right. And especially like me being Asian, I think most Asian people, they're kind of taking the piss out of. Mm. They're always kind of like a joke star. They're not really being taken as serious light. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's like really important. Like when I walk down the street, that's not what I see what's being shown on telly. Like I see a a complete mix of people. So it would be really nice if they kind of did do that. Yeah. But But it's also like it seems like every time the show seems to make some kind of baby step, like attempt at um, better representation, whether it's like, people from diverse backgrounds or yeah. sexuality or whatever, like it is inherently like well received. Like people are excited and engaged yeah, to see that stuff. Yeah, people are so happy. Yeah. Like yeah. so many like 
Asian people or mixed people come up to them and they're like, oh, my God, like I loved you so much. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's so – it's such good – it's like a whole new audience as well that right. you're bringing in. It's so within their best interests yeah. to, like, try and pursue that. So it seems like a weird, like, step backwards this season. Yeah. I don't quite understand it. I don't and know. I sp- obviously, they're, like, catering to her. I was reading an interview with Angie where she said that she really liked mixed-race people. Like, she wasn't looking for, like, a white cast. Yeah, right. Which, like, is a somewhat interesting thing to say in an interview, I guess. But, mm. like... It seems like that knowledge is out there. Like if I was able to find it, you would think the producers were able to find it as well. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. Mm. Should we talk about the men? Let's talk yes, about Tim. Please. Okay, so Tim, he's 27. He's a fireproofer from Melbourne. He's one of a handful of these guys who works in like fire management in some way, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, he is carrying roughly a million yellow sunflowers. I know. It's really way too many sunflowers if it's, you ask me. Do you know what? I actually, hang on, I have notes, guys. Good. I wrote, long hair, sunflowers, plus tattoo. Angie believes that sunflowers are a sign from her nanny. And I actually love that he buys flowers for himself at home. Yeah, I, like I don't that know a why, lot. but I like that. I like that too. That's a nice sign. I think it's self-care or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Something to it. yeah. But with that said, yeah. hundreds of flowers. Like truly, <laughs> like those things will die and they will like really create a bummer atmosphere in the mansion. <laughs> I, um, I looked up how much it would roughly cost to get this many sun, sunflowers. Yeah. Uh, the result was too much money. Too much. Yeah. There you go. Hey, yeah. It's Warner Brothers. Budget's <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> I don't think he paid for them himself. Mm. Um, but yeah, Tim, he's, he's also got a sunflower tattooed on his hand, which I yeah. think is, you know, it's cute, serendipity. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Um, the first thing that I want to say about Tim is that I, I, I'm starting to wonder if it's a rule, whether or not if you're called Tim in this country and you're going to be in Australian media, you have to have the long hair that's sort of like unbridled because Tim Minchin and also mm. Tim who won Big Brother a couple of years ago want their fucking uh. shtick back, want to start there. The other thing is that he seems like this kind of like sporty rat bag. Like that's that's how he came across to me and at least mm. like I think the show is trying to tell you He's a sporty rat bag with a heart of gold who shows up with all these sunflowers and I don't know, I kind of think he could be. Like mm. I did a bit of a deep dive on his Instagram. He's a sportsman, he's a boxer, he's a spearfisher. He's tatted all like from torso to tips of fingers. Mm-hmm. They're a bit alternative yeah. this season. Like yeah. not as clean cut. Totally, mm. yeah. Um, it's the definitely the most tattooed season of The Bachelorette that mm-hmm. we've seen. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, she says he has a bad boy vibe, but he seems different. And then she says he's deep and I dig it. Is he a yeah. hole? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next up is Carlin, who is a 30-year-old fitness trainer from New South Wales. Did you know I found some interesting fact I found some interesting Some interesting fact. What uh, interesting He fact. was the runner-up in the Mr. World Australia pageant in 2014. Uh, oh, well, I just crossed this right off my list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you have that too? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Angie, World. Yeah. Angie well. says, hot diggity damn, he is one good-looking sort. Um, we don't really see that much of their actual chat, but there is a cutaway of him explaining that he doesn't believe in love at first sight, but he does believe in chemistry and spark, uh, and he gets a whole lot of, like, pretty romantic music. Um, so I imagine he is going to stick around for a little while. Mm-hmm. He'll be there for a while. So I thought he, he's obviously, like, 
he's not my flavor, but I can tell he's like a good looking guy. I yeah. can acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, the other guys are going to hate him automatically. Like they'll sure. be so jelly. <laughs> He'll be there for a while, but I do not think he is the final pick. And I that agree is, with you. That is based off, there's a couple of them. So any of the guys who have changed their Instagram profiles to public figure or personal blog, Ooh. I'm writing them off. Interesting. That is my theory mm. because if you're changing your stats – because that's what it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're changing it over to like those kind of profiles you to manage your stats. Right. right, yeah. So anyone who's done that, I'm writing off except for the BMX dude. He's got Who athlete. Is, that yeah. seems legit. I think that he's probably <laughs> was already there. That's true. Yeah. So, that's really interesting. I will say before he went into this, Carlin was like already a Christian influencer. So like he's like one of these mm-hmm. like F45 – um, Christian dudes who already had like 45,000 followers and has been doing sponsored content for like hmm. two years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. he's someone who's like been obviously like going back to Mr. World, like monetizing the his presence as a personality for a couple of years. Mm. So it's almost interesting. I don't know if I've known that many people to go on the show having already – apart from like Sophie Monk or Honey Madge sure. or whatever, having had that much following to begin with. Because so often you hear people talking about like, oh, you're just on there to get famous. You're just on there to get more followers or whatever. He may well be on there to like reach out to a new audience or something like that. Mm. But you would also, you could argue that like he stands to gain less than other people would because he Anyone already kind of has that. going on there is open to whatever opportunities could happen after right. anyone. You it's wouldn't ridiculous do it you... to think that like one girl is more or one guy or girl is more angelic than the other. Mm. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Carlin also sometimes posts like inspirational quotes to his My Instagram. My God, you really like Oh yeah. Stalked. I've done a lot of <laughs> yeah. research. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the kind of um <laughs> like watercolor prints that you might buy at Kmart. You know the ones that like the live laugh one kind of love kind of ones. Mm-hmm. You should start selling posters. Yeah, he definitely Jeez. should. Girls will like to buy that. My favorite one that he posted simply said, "Be authentic." Ah, I thought, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Be more original. <laughs> um, up next is Jamie. Oh. Fuck me (laughs) Feel free to elaborate (laughs) Firefighter, poppy, going to be needy as fuck That Mm. was my notes on it That was your first impression Yeah, (laughs) nice I actually think it's a really good idea with the puppy But it completely backfired Like you didn't think it through Angie seemed way more interested in the dog Oh, he made a dad joke Mm. Bad, bad Mm. news for you Gross. I literally, gross. And then he did not nail it. He's like, I nailed it. I nailed it, mate. You did not nail it. No. And I was like, why are you 39 and single? There must be a reason. Dot, right. dot, dot. Right. Yeah. Here's the, like, the other thing about him is that he's someone who has traveled to all of these countries in the world. He says that he's like uh, traveled to every state in America and more than 100 countries. And going in, I looked at the picture and I was like, this dude might go a long way. Like he seems like he is... Mature. No way. He's not. He's oh not. Oh my god. Mm. I right? cannot like 
a man having a little whinge and a bitch about it wasn't even a fucking big deal. Yep. Like mm. the whole whatever it was. It was just so stupid. I was like, what a turn off. Yes. Gross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he uh, like I, th- I think what I realized afterwards is that I think sometimes there's a certain type of man that um, presents as well traveled as uh, like a way to say I'm mature in like a public space um, or like I've experienced a lot of shit. Mm. And I thought that he would be like um, this safe pair of hands for her to fall into. Mm. But as it turns out, he's just like kicking his no. legs underwater yeah. like a duck. Why? Yeah. yeah. He. Um, no, don't read him at all. <laughs> um, well, then we have Cade, um, who is 25. He's a luxury car salesman from Perth. <laughs> what the fuck was he wearing? Why was he walking like that? He absolutely does not look like Zac Efron. He will get the boot. He is for entertainment only. Uh, he's so and funny. he is wrong. <laughs> Uh, so here was my thoughts while he was coming on screen. I'm like, yes. okay, he's dressed in a lifesaver's outfit. Uh, that is to say, like a Did ring. Did you think he was a lifesaver? Well, not really. Yeah. It was a bit hard to make out. Angie assumes he just is a lifeguard for a job. <laughs> it says lifeguard on right. it. Like and he goes, no. And he sort of like smugly waits for her to guess. And he's like, well, you like movies, don't you? And this is where I started getting really annoyed. Oh, no. Because... It's an it's it's a Baywatch costume, right? Like that's the that's the thing that he explains to her. Oh, but and he chose that because he looks a little bit like Zac Efron. Okay, okay, he looks nothing like Zac Efron. I don't, I don't know, know what mirror he's right. looking at. First and foremost, he doesn't look like Zac Efron. But also, she he's he's like, oh, guess it. I know you like movies. Baywatch is a TV show. And I know, okay, I know that they made a movie out of it. It was adapted into a movie in 2017. That movie already doesn't exist. Also, doesn't Angie like TV shows? Well, that famously well, she is interested in TV. Would it's assume a great point. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the movie, like it was panned by critics. It opened at number three at the box office. <laughs> it instantly disappeared. Uh. Also, the movie stars The Rock. Zac Efron is not first build in that movie. So he's not even, when you think of, even if you've seen that movie, you'd be like, oh yeah, I guess he was in it. Yeah. Also, if you wanted to dress up like Zac Efron, <laughs> there's oh my like God. two or three more Zac Efron roles that are like Absolutely. way more iconic. Right? You Obviously, fly in that one. Right, yeah. of course. So Troy Bolton from High School Musical. He also recently played Ted Bundy in Extremely Wicked, oh, Shockingly yeah. Evil and Violent. Yeah, I get... Don't turn up like that. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like neither the high schooler nor the serial killer is going to be like a great first night costume. Um... No. no. I'm calling it, guys, it's like entertainment it. only. Right. She will not pick him. No. And, and the other sure. thing is, like, Angie is embarrassed that she didn't manage to guess it. Right. So, like, they've started things off really badly. I think maybe what he was aiming for was, like, cute guessing game, and mm. what he got was, like, fuck, why can't you guess this? Right. No, he's 25. Yeah. Like, mm. Is he really yes, selling a luxury car? At 25. Tw- I would not buy a luxury car from a 25-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you know? <laughs> Um, then we have Matt, the BMX rider from the Gold Coast. He tells her, I travel the world with the Nitro Circus doing triple backflips. And he says, hopefully I can teach you how to ride. Goodness me. Yeah. Um, Does he not think, well, she could probably ride a bike, maybe not do the tricks. Mm, Right. Um, and then he says, hopefully on the last night we can ride off into the sunset together, like on a 
push yeah. bike. <laughs> like, <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, that's good. Mm. <laughs> Did you like Matt, Vanessa? All I wrote was BMX rider, shit, don't kill yourself. Because he's <laughs> <laughs> some like trick. That's true. Yeah, he, like, he seems into like, yeah, he seems nice. Yeah. I, I don't mind him. No. I think he seems nice and genuine. Um, so, yeah, the Nitro Circus, if you don't know, is like this evil Knievel kind of world traveling mm-hmm. BMX bandit kind of thing. Mm. Um, he invented a trick called the Wyatt Riot, which <laughs> I quite like, just on a phonetic level. Yeah, well, do you know what you have to do in it? Uh, it's like a triple backflip or some shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't really care. No. I'm just curious. Um, yeah, that's what I liked about Matt. I liked his. Uh, I liked the way that the pun sounds when I say it. <laughs> Excellent. That's all I got. I think he might be a dark horse. Yeah. Not, he's not getting a lot of airtime, mm-hmm. but he's had his moment to screen. Mm-hmm. So I can see it. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Um, and then we get the first of the little montages with the oh. people that we're skipping over. <laughs> yeah. The people who don't matter. Yes. Jesse, um, Alex, Glenn, Josh, Oliver, Jackson. Actually, Jackson I'm not sure of because he's mm-hmm. a pie guy. Yeah. And they There's gave a couple him a little of interesting bit. ones yeah. in there. A little um, bit more. Yeah, Jackson who shows him the meat pie he explains that his family's got a pie business mm. um, and then Angie has to break it to him that she doesn't eat meat. <laughs> and then the best part is him going, uh, do you, do you, he's like really sheepish. He's like, do you eat vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, she's a person. Um, and he's like, well, we've got vegetarian pies and she's like, I'm also very <laughs> allergic to the pastry. Um, and she's, you know, she's trying to say like, it smelled nice. She's trying to sort of save it or whatever. He seems really embarrassed. Then I she, love that though. He's yeah. like genuinely like, oh, like I think he wanted to throw the pie away or something. Right, like right, he, right. It, it's really sweet. Yeah. I think it would have been good if he reached into his pocket, pulled out one of those little master foods, like squeezy <laughs> tomato sauce things. It was like he should have taken have that? that pie in with him 100% because true. it's a long cocktail pie. How yeah. hungry do you get? <laughs> We do get fed, but right. it, it's mm. a long period of filming. <laughs> you need something to do. I think I was locked in a room for like 40 minutes before even entering. Yeah, right. To meet the other girls. So you so go into some sort of like holding area. You've got to kind of do your interviews yeah, and all, right. that, all that stuff. How did you think so it went, that type of thing? Yeah. Well, that's where my not thrilled was filmed. Uh-huh. Oh, no. That wasn't then. That was after the rose ceremony. Um, oh, no, that I think that might have been. Hang on, now I've got to think. Oh, you recap on like your first kind of impressions, right. how you thought it went, what you chatted about, how you're feeling about going in. Sure, sure. Um, so the thing that I found out about Jackson is that he's a footy player. Uh, I think he's like one of the you know, like the baby bulldog aspiring kind of NRL stars. Mm-hmm. He gets lots of um, like famous NRL people kind of commenting on his stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. so he's a footy boy. Okay, that's interesting that they're not yeah. mentioning that, that mm. he's just a pie man. Yeah, I think he's not at the level of like famous footy yet. Um, yeah, I guess not. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I just want to quickly touch on some of these people that we skipped over as well. Sure. Um, Jesse, like, literally doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who? Alex presents Angie with some lucky bamboo in a dog head vase, but, like, someone else already had a dog, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. On your bike. Well, someone else is on the someone bike. Someone else too. is on a bike. <laughs> um, Glenn has brought a continuous line portrait of Angie, which I'm certain he definitely did himself. Right. <laughs> um, 
next up is Josh, who comes holding a crocodile named Crunch, who is my winner pick. Not Josh, but the crocodile. <laughs> oh, good. So glad you went there. I love Crunch. He's my friend. <laughs> so I have thoughts about all of these men. Did mm. you know that Josh is just Channel 10's reptile guy? No. Uh. He's the reptile person who they bring in. Like he has a mobile zoo. Mm. So there are episodes of like the morning show or whatever where they have, say, the one episode every year where you have the alligator or the bird or whatever that comes in. Yeah. They're like, hey, Josh, sub, huh? bring in Crunch. Cool. Yeah. So, so I'd say that's how he got cast. So Crunch might also be on other TV shows. Could too. be. Yeah. Probably. We might have met think, Crunch before. I think he like educates kids and stuff. That, that's yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm into that. I'm going to check Crunch's IMDb page to see if it pops up anywhere else. Now, Jesse, I really thought that I had written about, <laughs> but it turns out that he's just, he's just nothing, is he? Jesse is not Jess, um, but he, he... Oh, no. Oh, this one. This is what I wrote for Jesse. I said, when oh. I was scrolling through researching these men, I scrolled past Jesse like four times, thinking each time that I had already researched him. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like I painted him as a homogenous white man Poor in guy. a bad he's, suit. He's a, he's a filler. Yeah. On, the on our sh like season, the, not me, but other girls, they knew they were like background girls. Right. Yeah, right. And they, they, they used to say that. They're just like, oh, we're background bitches. Do they mm. fall into line in that way or do you find that? people would try um, to stand out it's different like the it depends on like the dynamics mm. like for example myself I definitely didn't do anything to stand out I was asked mm. if I wanted to do anything on the carpet I said no mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that on a normal date I right. was asked if I wanted to do things at the cocktail parties as well you know how girls do jump in the pool shit. yeah they have yeah and things, I was yeah. like no thanks and I remember the producer was like oh V do you want to like do something with Nick, like, during the cocktail party, and he's like, oh, don't worry, it's not your style, is it? So it just, mm. it depends. Mm. Um, up next is Kieran. He does uh, not get skipped over. No. Um, he is 25. He's an ex-army rifleman from Darwin, but originally from Manchester. Mm. Um, and we see a little montage of his beauty regime. Um, which is, like, not filmed there. Like, <laughs> it's really interesting that they get that much background of his personal life. Um, he describes himself as a, quote, bit of a sexual Willy Wonka. Right. Um, in his red suit. Um, and Angie admires his confidence and his accent. What do we all think of Kieran? I thought he was a pretty boy and Patty 2.0. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. in saying that, I reckon he's going to make it to top five. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. I agree with you. I think Patty made it way further than we all thought that That's he would. That's true. Yeah. Like, we dismissed him. Yeah, like final six or seven. Mm. Oh, no, space. I have a theory for this. Mm. So if you watch, they've released, like they pre-released something, like a snippet on oh, Instagram. Like yeah, yeah. If you watch it really closely... He's in it three times. Mm. He's in different outfits and has different hairstyles. That's a really good which point. Which means that he's had at least two single dates and maybe his one extended time or something. So he's had a fair amount of time. Yeah. He gets like, I think he cries as well. So it means he's attached enough we to her. We get an emotional kind of edit. Yeah. And I, th I, think she, and I think she likes that kind of guy. Mm. Not my type, but, mm. she, <laughs> but like she likes that. Right. Mm. I remember seeing um, in a in an ad or, or a trailer or whatever. Um, there's a shot of 
Angie kissing someone and you can see the front of her face and the back of their head and it's someone with like long luscious blonde hair right and you're meant to be like I wonder who it could be there's <laughs> really only one person yep yeah so Kieran is like uh, he's the self-described love child of uh, Fabio and Malfoy that's what he says on the internet um, oh. he also uh, uses words like dapper to describe himself mm. um, and then hashtags like uh, guys with tattoos uh, and hashtag jacked, um, <laughs> which is good, I think, good for Kieran. He is an ex-army army rifleman. Uh, he has worked at a, as a dancer at a nightclub for men. There's footage of him on the internet uh, racking a line off some dude's butt. Okay. So uh, that's cool. Interesting. Yep. And Wonder if that'll come up. Yeah. yeah and then well, also, you've just handed that to Daily Mail. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, allegedly also uh, the, he used to date Renee Barrett, who was sent home in episode two of Matt's season. Oh. Yeah. Don't know who that is. Um, who's next? Oh, well, then oh. we like we like properly skip some people. <laughs> like we... I'm devastated because yeah. one of my favorites is in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Was it professional free? Diver Adam. No. Was it Narango? Yes. yes. He is my favorite. Don't disappoint me. Um, he's the only one that like actually makes me laugh. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. genuinely makes me laugh. Like I thought it was so freaking funny when it was like, ooh, there's an undercover brother. And then he gets asked about it and he's looking at production like, it's obviously not me. Like, why are you asking me this question? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, uh, I think he's the best. But. Yeah. And he manages to impress that much based on what amounts to probably like one and a half minutes of yeah, screen time. Yeah. It's just such a little snippet. But yeah. I was like, oh, he might be like, who was that girl? Oh, Mary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, I normally don't like the commentators, but I suspect he may eventually become this season's commentator, mm. which mm. normally I loathe them, but <laughs> I'll, let it, I'll let it slide this season. Just, what is it just that you don't... loathe about the commentators? That's all they're frigging there for, isn't it? Right. And it's just their opinion on, like, what's going on. They're not there for anything else. They mm. don't mm. really go on dates or make any kind of connection with the guy or girl, like the they're bachelor or bachelorette, sort of they're just the there, the yeah, mm. yeah, to be like the gossiper, judgey Jugerson. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, okay, so, uh, do, were you ready to fall in love with Naranga even a little bit more? Oh, do you have yes. some intel about Naranga? I actually haven't stalked him. You've, you've really done your, oh, I've done my homework. You've done yeah. your homework. All right, so Naranga works in property development to start with. Oh, Pretty good. Of course he does. Now, ready for this? He also has his own outreach program for sick kids in Sri Lanka. Oh, love him. Wow. And do you know what else he can do? Mm. Fly a fucking plane. Holy crap. So he's smart. Yep. Fuck, wow. I can always pick them. Mm, he's so good. <laughs> like, I, I think that, um, so firstly, like, he really made me laugh in that comment that you were describing. But I also think it's appalling that the only time that we get to see him is as part of a racist joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, like why is he not getting any more screen time? Like yeah. he better get more screen time because I'm hope annoyed. We see a lot of him. Mm. He's great. Yeah, yeah. There is a man who arrives on a motorbike whose name is Warwick. Oh, we will have a bit more <laughs> opportunity to talk about Warwick. He's like uh, a very 
Ocker is not the right yeah. word. Yeah. yeah. I so Warwick's Instagram handle, just if you're wondering, is at fucking Wazza. <laughs> Don't fucking care. Next guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is someone named Scott with only one T. Yep. We all crane over to look at the pictures of them. Which one he is. Oh. Let me tell he you, looks Scott's, at the camera too much. Scott's a North Coast boy. Okay. He comes from uh, near Ballina, Bangalore, I believe. Okay, so he's your favourite? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's doing the North Coast proud. Uh, he's been entirely <laughs> absent from the show and that is fine. Yeah. Just don't fuck it up for the rest of us, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks... We don't want a Noosa scandal on our hands. <laughs> oh, my God. He look, did you see the live-action Lion King? Yes. He looks exactly like Timon in the <laughs> movie. Like, exactly. Oh, my God. I know, I know who you mean, but I can't stop thinking of Nathan I would Lane. be the most ruthless one. <laughs> um, and I don't know, someone named Hayden. I don't remember. Oh, I have worked out yeah, what's going on Yeah, I've got Hayden. Hayden and Mitchell written down, but I don't know who you are. Sorry. Mm. Mm. The main thing that you need to know about Hayden is that he described... Oktoberfest 2018 as one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Get oh my God. better goals, mate. Yeah, he's yeah. a firefighter and carpenter, and oh. his name is spelled H A Y D N. They're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe him and Jamie are like bonding over there. Totally. Him, Jamie, Tim's the fireproofer, so I feel like they could kind of go up against each other. Mm. I don't think yeah. you can put Tim in the same category as them. <laughs> <laughs> and then. After all that, it's time for Jess. Oh, my God. <laughs> he can fuck right off. He is the Lord of Wankerville. How embarrassing for Noosa. Like, Noosa is a lovely place. Also, he doesn't know who Oshi is. Like, what a fucking yeah. insult. How can you go? And it's not just like, Osha is like a major host on Channel 10. Right. It's pretty much like... And has been since the year 2003. Yeah, it's not like he only just does this show. Right, right. Oh, You can't... I mean, he must be playing dumb. Like, you can't not know who Usher is. Nah, he's... Oh, <sighs> you do not belong on a throne. You are not a king. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, he arrives wearing a cape. Uh, and he's carrying this big blue throne and he starts explaining his job in local politics in Noosa like anyone gives a crap. Um, what a detriment to his career though, potentially. Because, right, right. Like, yes, you could be proud of it, but you probably shouldn't really put your profession out there like that, especially totally. like that. Yeah. Um, well, he, he's a public figure. Like I, I genuinely don't think he knows that that's how he acts. I right. think that's mm. the biggest thing for people when they go on this. That's what I used to get asked all the time. They're like, are you really like that? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah. Mm. But I know that about me. And you have to understand the context of I was there with girls who were not my friends. Right. They were strangers. Right. So you're seeing, an, you know, any sign of where I laughed or was doing, you know, other things besides frowning, um, <laughs> was never shown. And I think if you don't know who you really are and know those things about yourself, it's very hard to watch it play back and, mm, have, right. and have an entire nation judging and criticising you. Sure. So I don't know, like, if Jesse realises how inappropriately creepy he is. Yeah. He is like that guy from, do you know Gone Girl, that yeah. movie? Yeah. And the guy who like locks the chick up in that house. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is like what Jesse will do. Yeah. If yeah. you become his girlfriend, 
he will lock you up and yeah. you will never leave. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable, hey. Yeah, uh, there's uh, so he ran on a campaign for Noosa Council a few years ago <laughs> that was based on uh, jobs for youth and social progress. Mm. Where the fuck was that on the show? Yeah. He should not be allowed to make major decisions <laughs> or be around people. <laughs> like, he, he was really bad. Yeah, Even within I, yeah. the confines of Noosa. Yeah. Which you would think would keep him well insulated yeah. from a lot of people. Right. Noosa's lovely. It's, it's a, a nice small place. By the way, it's a small town. Yeah. So yeah. old mate's not going to be able to go out in the street for a while. He's not going to be able to yeah. hide, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's now become this big story. Yeah. Um, I don't know if is you've it? seen much I about this. I briefly saw, but I don't like know if it's true, is it that he got asked to there like, have step been, down? There was an official statement which was released, which I'll... <laughs> Oh, fine. Great. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Um, Noosa Council put out a media release. They're saying uh, it's a statement from the mayor, Tony Wellington, on the appearance of Councillor Jess Glasgow on the TV show The Bachelorette. Right. Um, his appearance will be referred to the office of the independent assessor for an alleged breach of the councillor's code of conduct. The mayor said the behaviour of uh, Jess on The Bachelorette is not reflective of Noosa Council <laughs> and what the organisation stands for, nor is it reflective of the Noosa community's values. Councillor Glasgow did not seek approval from myself and I only found out about his involvement after the show had been recorded. Um, Councillor Wellington said Councillor Glasgow was not representing Noosa Council on the program, although I am aware that his occupation as a councillor was frequently referred to on the show. <laughs> but that's the thing. Right. He's pushing it like... He, the way he's coming across is like it's Noosa, 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 Noosa. Mm. And I could kind of see how... You know, the people there would be like, ooh, now people think like they're the kind of people that hang out in Noosa. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, that's, that's a really a, good point. Yeah. You don't want to come a to a tourist town. destination yeah, exactly. as well. Like, mm. if you've never been there before, you'd be like, ooh, like the politicians a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to go to a place that is um, like uh, bastion championed by a man like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think Angie cottons on to. This or she's getting a weird vibe from him pretty much straight oh, away. I think right. she's gonna put up with that shit. And yeah. he's thirty six. Like how gross. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the first thing she says to him after finding out that he is the mayor is like, "Oh, cool. Is this like a ploy? Like, to yeah, get yeah. Your and he gives her an apartment. Yeah. I told you, he gives her an a key to his apartment. Yeah. He's right. totally like he gives off like a funny." vibe like right. i feel that from the tv mm. so following that um today the after what transpired on last night's episode which we'll get to in another episode of this podcast mm -hmm. but for context what a what a wild awful ride that was yeah um yeah. It, i mean every season's gotta have their villain true sometimes they will have someone on night one who is just like so purely wrong or and bad gross or and, gross yeah. and like it's really just provokes like a lot of shock and gets people posting on social media and like it's kind of a perfect storm for the show. Yeah. Um, but it's also like at what cost? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Since then, so the mayor has asked him to resign and he has refused. He's also been debating the public on his Facebook page mm. saying that oh. it's only like um, – it's his choice what he does in his two weeks holiday. Yeah, which I was is really funny. I was going in deep on the Noosa community message board, <laughs> oh, which man, is a group on Facebook have... that you can join if you want. No, we're but... not encouraging. That. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not backing down. He's refusing to learn a lesson. And Well, he has deleted his entire Instagram as of this afternoon. Has that happened? I just yep. think he's, like, very immature. Mm. Mm. Well, up next is the big twist, which Ooh. I think is a lot of fun, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad, Angie's brother, goes undercover as Mark to see what the men are like while Angie is not around and to find somebody that he thinks would fit well in the family. See, I was disappointed with this. Great idea. Hang with me. But he should have stayed in there longer. Agree. So Absolutely. you guys wouldn't know this. They they haven't stayed in a mansion yet. Mm. So you don't stay in the mansion until after the first rose ceremony. Mm. Yeah, right. I think he should have lived in there with them just mm. like a week because she hasn't gone on her single date yet. She hasn't gone on the group date. Like the dynamics still haven't settled, if For that sure. makes sense. It's still very new. Like, I was freaking hated episode one still. Mm. So it's just, I just wish they'd, like, kept him in there a bit longer because he would have really seen a lot more and given her, like, really good intel. Mm. I hear you saying one week and I think, what if it was even longer? <laughs> like No, because that's, like, too much. Could you imagine having to, like pretend you're into, you know, he's he's got to pretend he's into his sister. He's hearing other guys talk about, like, her body and stuff. Like, I know. that's too much. I feel like that's so exciting, though, <laughs> as a viewer. Like, that level of, like, intrigue and, like, subterfuge is so interesting. Is Brad, up, is Brad the kind of person who's up to that task? Well, he's probably got, you know, I don't things know, in Brad. his life to do. I um, guess. I, I just wish, like, they'd kept him there until, like, she'd had a single date and a group date. Mm. Yeah. I agree with Vanessa Sunshine. I think a week is a good time yeah. for Brad. Give mm-hmm. it, like, and that also saves you from having to do, like, intruders or some dumb shit later this season. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be anyone new coming in because we've spent a whole episode on revealing, hey, guess what? It's actually Mark mm. or whatever. Mm. And uh, he is his his opinion on all of these men and here's all the stuff that he knows about you now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, there's part of me that's like, maybe it doesn't even have to be Bachelor. Maybe there should be a different show <laughs> that operates <laughs> under that, like... I mean, we all loved Undercover Boss. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that's what I'm looking for. I do for. like that show as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so that's everybody. Um, Osha joins the men and explains the um, twist rose for this season, the 24-hour rose. Um, the recipient of which will get to spend 24 hours with Angie on the first single date. It's kind of pretty dun, dun, dun. provocative sort right. of idea. Yeah. No, I did kind of think, I was like, where are they going with this? Because mm. in the, um, so in the Australian Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise, you obviously don't have sex. Right. But Paradise, right. you're allowed to. I did not, obviously. <laughs> but... You are allowed to. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like, ooh. Because in the American versions, they do. It's they are allowed. The and I was like, oh. But then I, I was kind of like, I don't think Angie's like that. I don't yeah. think she'd do that straight up. Right. Mm. Maybe like hometowns. But That's not yeah. straight so up like, the first okay, date. first date will be like, yeah, it's very interesting. It's and then, such right. an advantage over all the other guys. Oh, mm. Such yeah. an advantage. Yeah. I mean, how long does a single date last in your perspective? Um, they normally film nearly all day. Right. So what you've got is a 24-hour date, which means that they will be filming for even longer than that, right? So like a single date, they would kind of say they left, you know, 
morning-ish, 10 a.m., they'd probably be back at night time for yeah. the cocktail parties. Like, that's really kind of what happens. But I think they get split up from what I remember. Like, yeah. the girls who went on dates on our season. So, they're not together the whole time. Yeah. Mm. But I would imagine... You know, because we had our fucking camping shit, so oh, it would have mm. it would be like they, which was an overnight one as well. So it's a bit more free time, if that makes right. sense. Like mm-hmm. it's a bit more casual. You can kind of chit chat, and it's not go 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 all the time. So I think that that's what this twenty four hour day might be like. And that's mm. kind of the advantage of it, right? In the sense that um when it feels like when you are on one of these one on one dates, mm. you're in much more of a like much more of a situation where you're performing the functions of what we need to do on a date on the camera and having that little extra time to actually forge bonds and feel what it might feel like in a natural setting would be a huge advantage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. There's almost always some kind of like activity that will require a decent amount of your focus, whether you're like doing some extreme sport together or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, even if you're sort of cooking together or whatever, like that still requires you to engage with that aspect of it. Right. More so than just kind of spending time with someone normally. True. Yeah. yeah. Vanessa Sunshine, can we talk about your paradise experience while we're... <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, okay. you, of course, you went on a Fire thrilling away. date. Fire away. Yeah. <laughs> what were you looking for when you were going into the into the show the second time around? So my celebrity crush example uh-huh. was Trevor Noah. Mm. Yes, sick. from okay. the Daily yeah. Show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Visually, like he's okay. If I saw him on the street, I wouldn't be like, "Ooh, damn!" But he's. So smart, witty, educated, super funny mm. that that just like does it for me. Sure. Mm. And he's, he is easy on the eye. Mm-hmm. So that was my example. I think I threw Tommy Little in there before he called me a stripper. Rude. Um, wow. Yeah, rude. The person that I picked, the only person that I asked to meet was Jefferson. Jefferson. He made a very brief appearance on Sophie Monk's season. Oh, yes. Like mm-hmm. very brief. Yeah. So it's sort of it's sort of one of those things where like I remember when we were podcasting about that season, we were like, What's she doing here? <laughs> it's Patty. Well, that's you? the yeah. thing. I did say to them, I was like, I suppose because I, I understood why I was chosen for Nick's season. They right. they did not pick me thinking I was going to like him. They right. knew they would have known that straight away from casting. But I felt like I was like able to hold my own, do my own thing in my own way mm. and not, you know, hit below the belt all the time. And I was just trying to get to know a guy. Yeah. So mm. going into Paradise, I was like, oh, maybe they'll actually give me someone who I might like more. I mean, they to give them credit, they kind of did try, but it was a bit difficult when I had to pick bloody shirts. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> I fucking knew I should have picked the shirt with the dog on it. So the guy that they, the, the guy that they, um, apparently thought I would like is Alex, which is true. Yeah, sure. I did, mm. but I'm not stupid enough at that point in time. He had a like thing with Brooke, and yeah. I was like, it's social suicide not to take a guy yeah, off Brooke. Yeah, like was, I'm not yeah, doing yeah. that. It was like fuckboy Island when I walked in. I right. was like, what is happening? And I wasn't there long enough. I was literally there for, like, less than 24 hours. Yeah, and as yeah. soon as Osh said, like, 
rose ceremony. I knew no new guys were coming in and I was like, I can either fucking beg Nathan for a rose and I just didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to have, you know, I feel like I've watched a lot of other people as well and they've had really good reps from Bachelor or Bachelorette Mm. and then they go into paradise and it's ruined. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that to myself. Mm. There's no one here that I would genuinely date and want like, you know, to, to marry and have kids with. So I was like, see you later. Gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I think I don't get caught up in that bullshit. If I was smarter, probably would milk it and, you know, get my pay out and stuff like that. But I'm just, I'm not like that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I ever really have faked who I who I am. I'm, well, just, I mean, that's I'm just me. precisely why they cast you for the show, in my opinion, right? And Thank it's also you. to like, um, to your credit, that out of your shadow have stepped people who have felt it okay to express themselves in that way. Yeah. I think, mm. you know, that's... like, I think that uh, you were the first person to say, about a uh, bachelor who was being put on a pedestal. Ooh, it was a bit of a <laughs> – I was kind of – yeah, it was a a bit controversial, I think. But yeah. I think when the public really thought about it, because they've never – they've literally been conditioned to think that. Yeah. And I would never do that in my normal life. That was my thing. I was like – no, like I would never put someone on a pedestal who hasn't earned the right to be that cool. Right. You're the bachelor. And I, I actually think it was really good that I genuinely didn't know who Nick was. Yeah. yeah. They'd thrown around, I figured out he was a footy player and whatever, but I didn't care. I didn't glorify yeah. him because he was the bachelor. I didn't glorify him because he was a celebrity. Right. Mm. And I just treated it like dating. He's not a bad guy. Or anything. Oh, He's yeah. actually really nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just wasn't for me and I wasn't for him. And I was always, like, cool with that. I never wanted to be – I feel like other contestants kind of treat it like, you know, I've got to win. Right. I've got to win. I've mm. got to be the last one standing. I've got to win. They don't care who you put in front of them. They don't right. care if they have, like, a actual real potential. They just want to be the winner at the end. But, like, real relationships do come out of it and that's yeah. beautiful. Mm. But – yeah, on our season, I was always kind of like, maybe he's for me, maybe he's not. Yeah. Realised he wasn't and I was cool with that. And that's fine, right? And that's where you see things like uh, Rachel from this season step out of the limo and go, oh, I don't like the look of him, you know, and it's because to a certain extent, yes, it was con- controversial when you said that, but it was because uh, you were the first person to be able to say, well, is this what I want, you know? And yeah. I think that that's like a very specific casting and it takes a particular type of person to to break that in. Thank mm. you. Yeah, and I feel like it's you got to have like a very strong, strong backbone as right. well because mm. f- I absolutely copped it because I'd aired my promo as well. Yeah, that was I going remember, for yeah. months and I looked like an absolute dick on it but <laughs> I knew that I knew as soon as they asked to use my full name I was like they're gonna milk it yeah right. they're gonna absolutely milk it and they did and that's fine like yeah. I, I like I was I was fine with it but I never really understood why people like expected me to like bloody be like 
sunshine. <laughs> right, yeah, right. yeah. But right. They're like, why are you called sunshine if you don't like smoke? I'm like, what the fuck? It's a name, you idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> do I never like get that. And yeah, but yeah. I think overall it was a really, really, you know, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Right. And I did it. I did it my way and I really was just myself. And yeah. the best thing to kind of come out of that was I still see people or they'd, they'd be like, oh, like it was so nice to see someone who was just themselves and you've, right. you've encouraged me. Like I, I'm not like afraid anymore. And I, I, mm. I think that's like a bit, it's a bit sad almost that people are so afraid to be who they really are because sure. they're so con- concerned about what, other people might think of them and I remember like the show was copying it because they're like oh my god you're glorifying bullying and blah 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 but that's real life stuff like Mm. bullying happens it doesn't just end in high school it happens in the real world in adulthood and I think there's a way to go about it where you can hold your head high Mm. and not you know go down stoop down to someone else's level as well they go low we go high Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Well, we got sidetracked. We certainly did. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Where are we up to? Um, we went through the boys. Yes, we've met all the boys. Um, now, Angie arrives at this point um, and is almost immediately taken away by BMX writer Matt. Then Jamie swoops in and gives Angie his fireman jacket for a while. Then Cade enters and the revolving door of men kind of continues yeah. at this point. Um, hard to know how long it's going on or anything like that. Um, soon after we see Carlin take her away and we see him pull out an acoustic guitar. And this is really a good look. It's <laughs> So this is the thing. He says that his trick, right, to woo a woman is to pull out the acoustic guitar. Mm. As someone who oh, has probably played... probably just has to look at girls. And right? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my right. God. I don't you. think he really needs <laughs> that. He definitely true. doesn't need it, right? But as someone who has played music in bands off and on for the best part of 10 years, mm. I can tell you that that really is the outcome. Mm. The thing that you attract is other dudes who want to <laughs> ask you questions like, what pedal is that? Yeah. Or what tuning are you in for that song? <laughs> there is no part of you mm. that attracts women. Yeah, that's true. You attract other nerds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being a nerd, so I noticed that he's <laughs> he's playing with a capo on the sixth fret. Yeah. And it's like maybe this is to try and suit his voice better, but it doesn't really. Look. Uh, it didn't sound bad or anything. It wasn't you horrible, didn't... but it was out of his key. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah, all right. He did a perfectly good job. He was playing two different chords. He wrote a song. <laughs> it's okay, really nice. All right. Yes. You okay. Know? You're right. Yes. He wrote very clever and sophisticated lyrics, such as "Here we are, <laughs> entertaining the thought of something brand new between me and you." Yeah, but let's think about this. Max song, McCain. Do you remember his song? It had three words, and it went me, 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 me. You, 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 you. I that, remember. Those are me and you, and mm. is the middle word. Mm. Mm. That's what he finished on. Yeah. Now, I also say there's a, there's a Mac connection uh, in this season. Mac is friends with Glenn, uh, who He's was Glenn? one of the montaged boys. Did we oh. mention Glenn? I, I like... think we talked about Glenn. I was actually thought that Glenn could be someone who could go quite no, far on this show. My notes for that were pairing through the guys. None of them will be the ones. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> We've got photos here, yeah. guys. Who's Glenn? He's that one. Is it just me or all they do, like, do they all freaking look 
the same. They all like, very really... similar. Mm. It's an entire. It's a homogenous cast. Mm. We have to get quite yeah. close to the laptop yeah. screen to be able to tell which one's which, <laughs> which is not a good sign. Um, anyway, Glenn is a Mac friend. Right. Interesting. Who played the guitar? Which leads us to Carlin, who mm. played the guitar. Right. Angie says she loved it. Um, you guys seem to like it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like bad. Like, they've had mm-hmm. ones where it's It certainly really gets worse. bad. Yeah. Yes. Um, Cade then takes the guitar, tries to play it. It gets much worse here. Oh, he was yes, shit. Yes, exactly. He's not a guitar player. He's clearly just trying to sort of turn the attention back to him. He's, right. Oh, Cade's the Zeka from Wannabe. Yeah. Right. He's just like a naughty boy in primary school who wants attention. Mm. Yeah, he's mm. just... Eh. This show, <laughs> particularly Bachelorette, loves the like cheeky little larrikin. Yeah, like they love like a little <laughs> like that, like that kind of <laughs> that I, guy. I feel like that that's um, Kieran. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's Kieran because like you kind of want to not like him, mm. but you just can't. Yeah, like he's he's actually so entertaining. Mm. Whereas Kane, oh Cade, what a, what is Cade. his name? Cade. Mm. This is the this like is the other I just problem. don't. Like, yes, he's there for entertainment purposes, but I don't like him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Kieran, Kyron, Carlin, oh, Kane. Yeah, yeah, where are these? I've never heard of a Carlin Kim, in my Tom. life. I like it, though. Mm. Yeah. Hayden, who has two jobs, but somehow no fucking vowels. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, we see a conversation between Jess and Mitch where um, Jess says, it's interesting with the 24-hour rose, I would honestly give it back, to be honest. Does he actually say that? Like, that is a verbatim quote that I took down. And it is really interesting. Uh, Like, I think there's, like, a small cut between those two phrases of him saying, it's interesting with the 24-hour rose, and then, like, a small cut, and then him saying... Nah, see, I'll give him the benefit of that doubt Mm. for that one, Mm -hmm. even though he's a bit of a dick. But... Say, for example, my infamous not thrilled. Sure. That wasn't about Nick. I bet, yeah. Yeah. That was about... The question was... You got the last rose. How did that make you feel? And I was like, not thrilled. Yeah. And then that they cut that sure. into, you know, me seeing Nick and yeah. being not thrilled. And that's not how it happened right. at all. Brad, who is the undercover brother, yeah. says to his sister, undercover sister, right, um, <laughs> uh, that he has overheard this, or you know, somebody has told him um, what uh, Jess said, and uh, she is understandably pretty distressed. Um, she goes to confront him and uh, Jess denies it. He says, I'm here for you, my girl, okay? So he sort of is adamant that he actually said, if she didn't give me the rose, I would accept that. But he doesn't take it very well um, and he tries to find out who told Angie and then there's like a bit of a detective thing happening where he's like singling out people who he thinks might have told her. He picks Jamie. He starts blaming him. Um, they have a bit of a tangle. Jamie has a meltdown. Jamie yeah. gets more and more. He distressed. like cries. Yes. I'm like, dude, yeah. you had like, you had no time with her. <laughs> it is. I don't it's understand. Night one. What is happening? Yeah, oh. it's kind of unbelievable. Jamie would be like one of those guys that you just say hi and he'd be like, oh, she's into me. Right. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. 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 Well, this is the thing. I'm like, we get so little context of why his emotions are so heightened. I don't know. You can't fake crying. Like you can't. can't, There's only so much the editing team and stuff can do. They can't fake the emotions. Right, exactly. You know, yes, they can tweak some words here and there, but you've essentially done that and said that. Right. You're Mm. like, he has gotten to a state of histrionics um, somehow 
you know, yeah, and he's it's, it's obsessed just with wild. her. Yeah, yeah. Like fully, like, oh my god, she's talking to another dude. Of course she's fucking talking to another dude. You're on the bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. That's how the show works. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, it's just it's just kind of wild. I don't I don't understand uh like how it as on an emotional level in those within those parameters knowing that you've met this person for five minutes, how mm. it gets to that point. Well, we saw that with Jared, right? Yeah. He, he had quite oh, a that's similar true. thing. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. saying, yeah, he's the new Jared. He got very attached very quickly. Mm. And I mean, I don't know Jared, don't know. obviously. but I feel like it's different. I feel like Jared's like actually a nice guy. I think Jared's mm. nice like, too. Like I never watched Jared and was like, ooh. Like I was like, nah, he's just, he really likes her. Mm. Not really. And doesn't know how to yeah, go about not, it. Yeah, not really yeah. going about it the way I would want. Whereas, I don't know, there's something about Jamie that I'm just like. Up next, Tim gets a bit of uh, extra time with Angie, um, who is the first person that we see actually asking her how she's feeling. Yes, Tim. Quite good. Um, he starts sort of waxing poetic about how everyone's on their own path and sometimes love just smacks you in the face. And then he has yeah. what might be my favourite quote of the episode where he says, yeah, love's mad. It's sick. I <laughs> 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 don't really know what he's um, getting at there. full of the quotes, isn't mm. I reckon he'll be one that they'll hold out. They'll do what to Tim what they did to Cass on our season. Like they'll hold out the date mm. card. Same with Jamie. Oh. Jamie will be another one. It'll be one of one of them where they'll just hold out that date card. Like mm. they'll want it so bad. Mm. It makes them go crazy. Yeah. Or I wouldn't be surprised if Not they Not that Cass was crazy. Jamie. I love you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like he's a bit of a lovable doofus. Sure. I think is maybe yeah. how I would he categorize him. Like, I'm not offended yeah. by him. Right. Not not for me. Right. Duff could but use I a do haircut, on but... some level feel like that's actually not something that we really see a huge amount of. Right. Like he we have all of these like cheeky little rascal like men. Yeah, they're yeah. all quite alternative. But he is kind of just I don't know. It's and it's not strictly like something that we need to see and it's not something that I'm like that refreshed by or whatever. Right. But like the fact that he is I think it's it's different for this format. I yeah. think like if you met him on the street or something, you'd be like, yeah, cool. Like just yeah. a normal dude. Right. But in that world, it is different. Yeah. Right. His normalness almost makes him different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um which is what we have to settle for <laughs> this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, Osha gathers the men and tells them that Angie's brother has been undercover this whole time. Dun, and dun, dun. like you said, it's honestly just such a bummer that they blow his cover like one hour into yeah, the show. Yeah, I'm I just know. like, why? Get yeah. like real good stuff. Um, but anyway, at this point, we see the men scrambling, trying to reevaluate all the different things that they said to each other while Angie wasn't around. This is bad. Yeah. And uh, to me, like... Why? You're being fucking filmed. Right. No, right. you're being filmed. No, but don't say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The point of this segment should be, like, I wish the show made it clearer that, like, as a man, you don't have to say horrible things about women at Behind all. Behind their back, yes. Regardless of whether they're there or yes. not. Like... It is very easy to not do that. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be like, oh, no. Oh, fuck, all those bad things that I said. I would probably have no show. <laughs> anyway, Brad uh, singles out Brad, the no, the, the uncovered brother. Now the uncovered oh, yeah. brother, yes. yes. Um, singles out a top three for Angie, um, which are Matt, the BMX, BMX boy, boy mm -hmm. Carlin, the guitarist, yep. quote, unquote, mm. sixth threat, two chords, we'll talk about it later, <laughs> um, and Jackson... 
See, I think she was going to pick Tim because she brings Me him too. up. Yeah. Because mm. she's all she's about like, okay, that sunflower sign. Yeah. I yeah. really feel like if he hadn't been there, that she would have gone with Tim. Right. But because. <laughs> Carlin, Carlin was also on her radar. <laughs> mm. When she realised that it was on her brother's, like, radar as well, she was like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. him. But then I'm almost like if the brother had been around for a little while longer, if Tim maybe made a bit more of an impression on him, could have gone a different way. Right. So, yes, there's also, like, multiple cutaways of Jamie who is, like, certain that he's going to get the 24-hour rose. Yep. But, yes, Angie gives it to Carlin. Um, Kieran jokes that he's going to need to learn to play the guitar by next week. Pretty good. Um, and then uh, we have the rose ceremony. So I guess the other thing that we should talk about is winner picks uh, before we end the show. Right. Um, who's everyone feeling now as the person who is going to capture Angie's heart, going to be the person who she falls in love with? I Give me a couple more episodes because it is too early, but... I do think that Kieran is top five. Carlin will go far, but I don't think that's who she's going to end up with. I don't think so either. Look, uh, going in, my picks were Glenn and Tom, and they both got <laughs> montaged. Mm. So I'm going to say Matt. I like BMX rider Matt. Mm. Oh, yeah, actually, he's cute too. There's a couple of these that feel he's like they could... very grounding. Mm. Like, I like him. There's a couple of these that feel like they could absolutely go either way, where, like, they might be knocked out, like, before this episode gets Obviously released. Obviously, right. it's not Cade. <laughs> like, we can scratch him. Well, yeah. <laughs> Doubt it's going to be Jamie. Like, some yeah. of these ones that we haven't seen at all, I'm like, either they get knocked out straight away or they're, like, it's getting a dark slow horse, burn. slow burn sort of edit, and, like, we will turn around and be like you know, Glenn or like Jesse or like one of these people Ranga, who we I'm literally name. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, like my pick going in was Alex and Alex oh. is like barely in that episode. Alex is a footy player. We didn't cover that off. He's uh, an AFL footy player. Right. Yeah. He's, I think, from Queensland. Who's yeah. Adam? So we're just looking at the photos. <laughs> um, Who Adam? is Adam? <laughs> we're all crouched over the laptop just being like, where did you come from? Who are you? Adam is... Who's Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom's cute. Tom is cute. Right. Um, unfortunately, Xavier Tom hates vegans. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's got oh, a real thing. So we don't like that work. about Tom. Mm. I'm still saying Kieran okay. for now. Mm. I don't know if... He will be the guy that she picks at the end. I need a couple more episodes, but I do think he'll he'll go far and be in top five. So it is goodbye to three great memorable <laughs> oh, candidates. Three? That's right. It was Oliver who brought the case of beer, uh-huh. oh, Josh, of and of course my winner pick Crunch. <laughs> oh. Crunch is sent home, unfortunately. I uh, gave Sports Bet all my money. <laughs> I was sure oh, that Crunch was going to. No, no, Absolutely. I didn't bet on the yeah, crocodile. Sure. Like, Jesus, you actually, no, the guy behind the crocodile. No, mm. no, he's no, a no. dingus. No. Uh, all right. Mm. Can't believe it. We've made it through uh, a whole round and we've gotten rid of two men, and there are so many more men to get rid of mm. until it's all mercifully over. And so few crocodiles left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you never know. I mean, there's plenty of season to go. Alright, I think that might do us for another episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Vanessa Sunshine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. Where can what we find treat? you on the internet? How can we participate in oh, your yeah. do you want to community? Uh, anything? Or? Do you know what? I really do need to, like, 
amp that up. But I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not like a hashtag influencer. <laughs> like, I just feel like I never fell into that. Yeah. Category. Well, mind you, like if I knew how to use it to my advantage, but you can find me on Instagram, but I don't really yeah. do, do mm. a lot on there. You're not marketing on there. Well, people send me like a lot of DMs and stuff and yeah. I always reply to those, but I don't know, do people really give a shit like what I'm eating or, right? you know, I always look at other people's stuff and I'm just like, oh, lame. Right, <laughs> like, exactly, yeah, yeah. But I want to start like a TikTok because I think that would be on my avenue. TikTok's sick. Like, just something funny. Yeah. I don't know, I don't care like for an image. Is that just me? Like, no, it's not. I, I don't no. need validation. Mm. For you to see like a photo of my face and be yeah, like, I right. need you to call me pretty. Like I don't need that. Right. But I suppose I put it up because I don't know what else to really, <laughs> really put occasionally. But yeah. you can find me on social media. There you go. There you go. I'll come up and say hi if you see me out. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, we're also on the internet. That's we, true. Uh, <laughs> in fact, did come here to make friends. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us at BOHPod on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, we haven't got a TikTok yet, although it could happen. I don't have one either. Mm, yeah. Vanessa.Sunshine on Instagram. But there she yeah. is. Um, <laughs> it's a bit obvious. And, you know, I hope everyone's doing well. We'll have another episode probably in a few days. Yeah. Um, about the second episode from this week. Um, we're busy. Never slows down. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know. <laughs> this is good. This is right where we wanted to end it. It's yeah. just when you run out of words. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that'll pretty much just about do it and wrap it all up. That's right. Stay tuned. we got so much coming for you this season. It's going to be really fun. Vanessa Sunshine, thank you so much again. Thank you so much for having me. All right. What well, we'll see you next time on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. We love you. We Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.